Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Access granted. Why did you go? Where did you take my love? Left me alone. You left me abandoned. Girl, cause if it's passion that you want, gave it to you thousands on thousands times over. You said that my love will get you drunk. We made love every night, never let you see sober. Oh, you off a pin to blimp on me like a poster. You think say you a spy, but me no, no, her. Girl, if I didn't want you, would've let you go. Would've let you know how. Stop the confusion. Stop the illusion. It's only you on my mind. Only you all the time And I need you to stop the accusations My loving is real and flow animation The time it takes for love, you know that he patience Girl, how many times, so how many times I have to say it's only you Yeah, baby, it's only you Yeah, baby, it's only you Yeah, baby, it's only you oh, Nobody gonna catch my eye Girl, it's only you and I Believe Babe. No girl gonna get my love No girl gonna get no Believe me, babe Why lie about the way I feel about my baby My little baby uh, The kissing ain't nothing without the passion I miss you talking and I need action Now give me no half cause I don't need no fraction Just wanna wake up in the morning with you beside me If you didn't know by now, this is family time with Uncle Sean Don P. And I am the one, the only, the highly favorite, the blessest, the motherfucking hostess with the mostest I am. And just like I do every motherfucking time, man, I'm going to get y'all right back into the motherfucking mix. Let's go. Let's go! So I'm feeling. Remember how we said we want this forever, but we ain't made. 
make it to December That's cool yeah. I saw this coming in September yeah. But I didn't care Cause I loved you yeah. But now I'm wondering what you been up to yeah. Now I'm wondering who you let touch you This is not what this all had to come to But you didn't care I did all I could yeah. I think I did everything I should Ain't no way I give up what you would Don't you want this back? No, you do. You can't get this back. You know it's true. Got me more than just a flame. Guess we not. Now I'm where I am. You know you're not. <laughs> I did all I could. I think I did everything I should. Ain't no way I give up what you would. Ain't no way I give up what you would. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the motherfucking show. Alrighty, man. Y'all know what it is. This is family time with Uncle Sean Don P. And if you didn't hear in the intro, I am your host. I am the blessed, the highly favored. I am. And of course, man, this is family time. Um, first off, I want to start by saying welcome to all my first time and all my last time listeners. Um, I believe this is episode 67, 66, i check that, 67, I believe. You know, yeah, man, this is motherfucking family time, and when it's family time, you know what I'm saying, check in, you tap in with your family, you see what's been going on with them. So that's usually how I start this thing. I'll tell you how my week has been going, what's been going on with me and my neck of the woods. And man, since it's family time, man, I'm your uncle, man. We family. I'm going to have to just keep it real with you, man. I've had a shitty ass week. Um, I've had a shitty ass week, man. I've been working, usual, working out, usual, trying to stay in shape, all that good shit. But unfortunately, man, I came here a few weeks ago and told y'all, yo, at first I told you, yo, this coronavirus shit's for real, niggas not taking it serious, then shit lightened up, we kicked into phase two, you know, here in Atlanta, shit was looking good, clubs was open, bars was open, all the bitches was getting different flavored hookahs, shit was looking like it was getting kind of back to normal, then shit ramped up. Um, there was like a 75% spike in coronavirus cases. Niggas started to get sick. Niggas started not feeling good. Me personally, I've been feeling good for the longest. 
Um, there's been rare occasions where I just wasn't in the mood or I just didn't feel like doing shit. But now this week I I've been quarantining. I've been good. I've been chill. I've been low key. And for some reason I still feel a little bit under the weather, man. Um, I had a little sniffle. Um, I had a little you know uh, sore throat. And I was just not feeling up to his day, especially waking up this morning. I was, man, I was like, ugh, ugh, restart this day, fam, because this shit is not where it's at. I was not feeling my 100%. And sitting here now, speaking to y'all, I do not feel my 100%. But I'm here, of course, for y'all, for the family. Um, I'm excited. We got a couple things to talk about. But my week... Not just health-wise and physically, I've been down mentally, emotionally, I've been drained, I've been going through a lot, um, and I was down in the dumps, man, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it, I'm not ashamed to, you know what I'm saying, I had a good ass, I had a good ass cry this weekend, I'm not gonna lie, um, cried my face off, my nigga, like she was disgusting you know that good type of cry we just <laughs> you could barely catch it Brett yep one of them cries um but thankfully thankfully that's really all I needed to get out just that you know I need to get out doing waterworks real quick um let out a, a emotion because as men you know what I'm saying we conditioned to not show emotion nigga thug that shit out tough that shit are not just men but uh, black people in general, we're always, we're always, yo, man, shrug that shit off, shake that shit off, it ain't nothing, man. Oh, you going through some hard shit, man? Everyone going through hard shit, man. Deal with it, suck it up, um, hold it in, hide it away somewhere. And um, I'm thankful I am, you know, able to access my emotions and, you know what I'm saying? I let it out. I let it out and I feel a lot better. Was um, depressed, sad. About some family issues going on I'm not going to bring it here Because I doubt you want to hear it Maybe if shit gets cleared up I may come in here and tell y'all a little bit about it But um I'm happy to be here man I'm happy to be here Talk to you Get to some shit that's been going on Because a lot A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit happened this week A lot of shit is going on A lot of things are moving But um uh, I'm thankful man I'm thankful I'm here I'm thankful everyone I know is healthy, is in good spirits, and um, I'm happy. Y'all make me happy when y'all come in here and listen to this shit. I know, I see the views, I see the analytic, the analytics. I know who be coming in here listening, um, and I really appreciate my family members, um, the real family members who support this. this is what I call them, family members who support this podcast. But yeah. We got some shit to get into. Before I get to that, I usually come in here and just, you know, share what's been on my mind this week. And um, really, it, it stems from a quote that I heard um, pretty much very recently because we're going to get into the topic. I heard this quote from Will Smith and it was to Jada Pinkett Smith. He said this quote um, before they got married. And he said, yo, I will love you through anything. And the reason I wanted to just point that out and highlight that is because people can say something, but it's a different story when you actually mean it. When, and especially uh, pertaining to that quote, 
I've been in mad situations where, you know, a lot of people, especially from the outside, was like, oh, no, it's just puppy love. It's just, you know, it's your first couple of relationships. You don't know what love is when you're growing up. Oh, you with him, her? Oh, you don't know what love is. Oh, you, um, you know what I'm saying? Y'all met here. Y'all don't know what love is. And shit. A lot of us may not know what love is. A lot of us have never experienced love. And I feel like you experience love first with like your parents and um, them showing you love and giving you love. And but I've come to realize just from living is not everyone is so lucky to get parents who truly love them and have nurtured them to understand and know what and even accept what love really is so with that being said you cannot you cannot judge someone for not being incapable of loving or having someone love them or showing love or you know what I'm saying so excuse me you can never um be be surface when it comes to that you have to actually get to know the person and go through certain things with them because as I'm learning from just my experiences and shit, we're going to get into it. But Will and Jada is love is a life thing. It's a life process. It's the thing you go through in life. It's literally never fucking ending. And shit, I'm kind of done with um, you know how I've been doing this week and what I've been going through this week. I just wanted to share that quote with you. But shit, since we already here, getting into the shits, man. Thank y'all for joining in, listening. But we finna get to the shits. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Yes, I know y'all. This is the moment y'all have been waiting for. Y'all have been counting down the hours, the seconds, the minutes. Till the queen returns and she is back. She is motherfucking back. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm speaking about the one, the only. Forget who future Vandross is. Your toxic queen. Jada Pinkett Smith is back and she is ready to come to the red table, y'all. This red table for me um just all the stuff that's going on in the press mm -hmm. i felt like it was important to come to the table to really clear the air somebody made a statement for me that wasn't a statement i made mm -hmm. that went cray cray now before we get into you probably like Yo, what the fuck is going on for those of you who know have been tuning in and know what the fuck is going on she's here she's at the red table but instead of bringing herself to the red table to answer for what she's done, she brought Big Willie from Philly. And basically, um, I'm not doing a good job at all of breaking this down. But basically, we came in here last week and talked about um, August Alcina basically dropping his latest project and his latest documentary and his latest interview with Angela Yee. Basically admitting, telling the world officially, yes. I was in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, the married woman who was married to, of course, 
the international superstar Will Smith and Will gave me his blessings to have dealings with Jada. And now as she as she told us in her Twitter post there needs to be some healing done. So I'm bringing myself to the red table. She brought herself in, she brought Will and she's here to explain. And one of the reasons why I wanted to come to the table is the media, the headlines. Oh. We specifically never said anything. anything. Yes. We were purposely not saying anything. Any headline that says Jada said or Will said or the Smith said mm -hmm. is not true. We specifically never said anything. Right. So coming to the table was like we just felt like. It got to the point where you gotta say something. Yeah, and, you know? and and to stop that cycle. Yeah. You know, there's people's feelings involved. Right. Right. You know. Say and his name, day, Jada. I don't like how all of this came to be. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's all love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love. Honestly, and I would usually love. not. You know that that would be something I wouldn't comment on at all. Yeah. You know, and I feel like. It's a situation that I consider private. You just feel like it ain't really nobody, no, nobody's, nobody's business. business yeah, but yeah. But now Black Twitter has <laughs> claimed it as their business. That is facts. We've all claimed it as their business. We love Jada. We love Will. And just being in America, we we ain't got shelves to you know what I'm saying be concerned. So, of course, we're going to be nosy getting people business, but here we are. You know, I feel like it's it's healing that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Healing. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Yeah. Even though this is minuscule, I do feel like it's these kinds of things that create the world that we're in. Mm -hmm. And the idea of not communicating, yeah. not talking about it, not clearing the air, mm -hmm. and just being as transparent. Mm -hmm. Just Absolutely. being transparent. And I'm, I'm here with you. Yeah, I thank you for that because you've been on a hell of a journey with me. So yeah. that's what we're going to start with. Is start this with... is a very personal journey yeah. that became very public. Yes, absolutely. For whatever reason. So what happened, Jada? All right. Now, before we get into what happened, I just want to give you all a little precursor, a little warning. Shit's about to get real. I guess about four and a half years ago, yeah, started a, I think it was about four and a half, four years ago, mm -hmm. um, started a friendship with August. Mm -hmm. And we actually became really, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And it all started with him just needing some help. Mm -hmm. You know, me wanting to help his <laughs> health, his mental state. Because for know? me, that was the thing when I, when, um, when Og first came around, he was... Yo, this nigga was really ingratiated in the family. This nigga's name, they call this nigga Og. I thought it was just August. He was really, really sick. sick. He was really, you know? really sick, yeah. And the outpouring for him from our family was uh, initially about his health. Yeah. And I mean, we found all those different resources, mm -hmm. you know, to help pull them through. Basically, what they're saying is, yo, you know what I'm saying? I seen this kid 
he looked mad sad. You know what I'm saying? She was going bad for him. He was passing out on stage. His health was deteriorating. So I decided to, you know, strike up a little conversation with him. Yeah, he was cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was, you know, from Louisiana, Baton Rouge. You know what I'm saying? He had the flavor, the sauce. Let me try and help him. Let me try and, you know what I'm saying, see what this kid's about. You know, you and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. And we decided... I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages say, have that, though. Yeah, Marriages have that. Yeah, we... <laughs> oh, fam. Fam, listen. It feels... At first, it felt like Will came in here to keep it a stack. A fucking bean he came in here to keep it, fam. He said, yo, I was done with you. And that just leads me to something completely different. Yo... If before their marriage started, he said, I will love you through anything. And when niggas say anything, that means anything good, bad, indifferent. If you do something horrible, if you like anything. But he said, no, nah, I was done with your ass. What the fuck did Jada do? What did she do, fam? For Will to be done with her ass after having two kids together, a marriage, everything. What the fuck? What did Jada do? Bam. Another question we have. Mm, mm. Yeah, have that. yeah, we basically, mm -hmm. we broke up. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy and i'll figure out how to make myself happy. well at that particular point in time it was indefinite yeah i mm. really felt like we could be over you yeah know? no and, we were over and then what did you do jada well oh so so they were over they were done and that's the thing with it i I don't think there was any paperwork. I don't think there was any like, yo, we're getting divorced. It's over. It's, they were done. They were finished. They were done. Like, what else needs to be? They were done. But, you know, I think from there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement mm. with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. Yes, one thing I want to get clear about and clean up. One of the things that was kind of swirling in the press about what was swirling, you giving Jada? permission, which is, uh, you know, the only person that can give permission in 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 that particular uh, uh, yeah. circumstance is myself. Yeah. Facts, big facts. Let's just address this now. Listen, if you're married and you're stepping out the marriage and maybe your husband knows maybe he doesn't know if the wife or the female wants to throw that punani at somebody else throw that pawasi at somebody else that's her choice it's always her choice men young niggas whoever the fuck is listening it is always the female's choice if she says no leave her the fuck alone Leave her the fuck alone. If she says no one time, leave her alone. But of course, in this situation, it wouldn't be on Will 
It wouldn't be on Will to be like, yo, nah, nah. Yeah, go ahead, do that. Yeah, August, you got it. So I apologize for me coming in here last week saying, yo, Will, Big Willie gave Jada permission to get that thing. Bow, bow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, crack the lacking. Like, like, Will didn't do that. So I was wrong. Ultimately, that would be on Jada. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's Jada's um, magical, holy temple that she was giving to August that's on her. That is her decision. She is a grown woman. I'm sorry, Jada. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah. But what August was probably trying to communicate, mm-hmm. because I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated amicably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker mm-hmm. which he's not okay mm-hmm. so I mean because this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table I think um, you need to say clearly what happened as far as what you and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened yeah and then I got into an entanglement with August that's what I said a fucking entanglement. An entanglement? What is this wordage and verbiage, yo? Why does she have to be mystical all the goddamn time? Come on, Jada. You was in a relationship. You was fucking. You was fucking like some high schoolers. You was fucking like some preteens that just figured out how they private parts work and shit. Come on, Jada. Come on. Come on. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. Shout out Will. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And luckily enough, you and I were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. definitely say we did everything that we could to get away from each other, only mm-hmm. to realize that that mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. possible. Okay, fam. Now this is where the question lies. This is what everyone wants to know. Of course, at the end of the day, it is Jada and Will's business. It is their relationship. No one should be commenting or, you know, you know, have any say in their relationship because it, it, it is, of course, between those two or whoever they choose to add as a plus one at any given time they choose to. So it's none of my business. It's none of the media's business. It is is none of that now with that being said i gotta fucking know what the fuck happened what was so monumental and huge in this or what happened what did jada do what did will do why was there a separation why could they not stand each other what was it now granted I've been doing my digging. I've been doing a lot of research on this on this topic because fam, it's it's really interesting. Um, for some reason, I have like a a certain interest when it comes to like 
issues in the Hollywood Hills because it's always shaded with with oh so so, so much secretive and elusive and oh peek behind the blinds what's going on over there and it's just it's very it's very enthralling fam like I, I want to know and what I've done and what I've picked up from my research what the fuck is going on basically I've, I've just been hearing rumblings from people saying yo Will may be bisexual Jada as well maybe may be bisexual nothing wrong with that of course but it's when you have that within a marriage and you guys are comfortable and you got to a point in life where you're comfortable and I just I did a lot more research you know what I'm saying they raised a family together they you know what I'm saying their kids are now grown out the house have their own careers and them themselves having their own careers having their own issues because it comes a point in time where you meet you fall in love you know what I'm saying you start a family feelings may begin to fade and you're more focused on raising these these humans these people to be you know what I'm saying people of of ethics and morals and just just raising what goes into raising a a a positive member of society you know what i'm saying a functioning member of society so when it gets to that point where it's really not about sex it's really not about you know what i'm saying attraction it's more about building a family and a unit and a foundation for them to flourish and blossom and bloom it then gets to a point where okay we've done a great job we put all our energy and time into the kids and them being great and now they're out the house doing great things they're their own people but they're grown they're out the house we're in the house now by ourselves and we're we're here just just thinking like yo it's back to just us now we could have grown miles apart in the time it took our kids to be raised and get out the house what do we do now are, are we the same people are we connected as much am i sexually attracted to this person and honestly fam it may not ever get back to how it originally was will's in hollywood he's making all these movies and i've seen mad interviews and even watching a couple red tables where will was speaking in when he does a movie He's in that movie. He's working on that movie 24-7, seven days a week. He's very military-oriented, especially because of his dad, um, who was in, the, um, I believe, the Air Force. So he's very military-oriented and structured, especially when it comes to his movie. So I can imagine Will being away, Jada doing their thing, their kids doing their thing. There creates a separation and... One thing I noticed with Jada and Will, they are very, very honest with each other. They're very open with each other. They literally, you know what I'm saying? Will has all of her secrets. She has all of Will's secrets. So I don't know what went on in between there and what transpired in the relationship what made them split and made them not see eye to eye, possibly just thrown at the wall. 
Don't take nothing I say for facts. It's all allegedly. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? They found some people. They had them in the house. Something happened. I don't know. Maybe they didn't tell the other the other person in the relationship about it. And they were like, damn, the trust is broken. You didn't even tell me about this person. I had to find out this way and this way. I had to find out looking at the camera in the house. Like, I don't know, fam. But apparently at some point, the trust was broken it was broken so we come to the red table so i'm in i'm in the jada position right now so you know you during that time launched into an interaction Mm -hmm. with august what do you feel like um you were looking for i just wanted to feel good Mm -hmm. it had been so long Mm -hmm. since i felt good and Help it was dick. really a... All right, I ain't gonna get to you. Listen, and what Jada said previously is, is absolutely right. You cannot look for love. This is going back to my original point, starting the pie. You cannot look for love. You cannot love without loving yourself. If you cannot find love, peace, and happiness within yourself... You will never find it in someone outside of yourself. No matter how much you care for a person, you love that person. You will never be able to find pure love and happiness outside of yourself. That's big facts. And it seems like at some point, because I don't know what Jade has been through. Um, I'm not 100% sure what Will's been through, but what I can garner from this, these are two hurt people. And just like I started the podcast with, we don't know how people grow up. We don't know how people are raised. We don't know if their parents um, showed them how to love, showed them what love is. Because I believe love is love. The purest form of love is the love between like a mother and a daughter or just a parent and a child. Because you made that child and that child has seen nothing but you they know everything they know because of the parent so that being said when two people from two different walks of life come into a picture together and form a union you don't know what they're bringing to that table you don't know if they know how to love themselves you don't know if they know how to love you so it all starts with you being able to love you to create a whole if i said that right joy to just help heal somebody yeah Mm. i think that has a lot to do with my codependency which is another thing that i had to learn to break in this cycle just Mm. that idea of needing to fix and being drawn to people that need help whether it's your health or whether it's your addictions Mm -hmm. there's something about that childhood trauma Mm -hmm. um that feels as though it can be fixed through fixing people Mm -hmm. versus Mm. fixing me yeah and i think that that whole process with all really showed me that Mm -hmm. and taught me that and i'm really grateful for that lesson that kind of sums up a lot of what I just said and what I felt. But um, just from that, it honestly seems like 
maybe Jada even has a problem and I, I can see this problem in myself as well so I'm gonna speak um, about me personally and not Jada so much but um, when you see that where well when you know you can realize it and look at it and be like you know I'm kind of fucked up I'm kind of a fucked up person I've been through a lot you can kind of um, look at yourself from the outside in and be like, no, I'm a fucked up person. I've been through a lot. It's hard for me to trust. It's hard for me to, um, you know, commit and different things like that. It's very possible to be attracted and be drawn to someone very similar to yourself. Someone where you can see, oh, this person's hurt. Let me try and help them. And this is what a lot of females... Um, a lot of females who are in toxic relationships, to oh, excuse me, a lot of females, a lot of males who are in toxic relationships, they tend to gravitate to a person who is toxic as well. And also they, they see may not be good for them. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of females, example, to be like they see a bad boy or whatever the fuck a bad boy is they see a bad boy and they're like no i can change him i can i can make him better i can make him this i can make him that not even realizing yo i probably shouldn't go for that type of person because they haven't dealt with their trauma and i see their trauma i don't know what's underneath i see the cover in the upper layer of their trauma i don't know what's underneath the surface I still have problems myself, but I'm attracted to this because I like helping. I like I like um, making something better. I love that satisfaction, that feeling I get when I help and I help someone. So I feel I feel for Jada. I feel because I, I really I really feel for Jada. And it's crazy because we came in here to kill Jada. We came in here to be like, yo, why you do August like that? Why you had to do why you had to put that 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 magic pussy on that nigga like why you do that Jada? I don't know how she spun this to make me feel bad for her. I don't know. She's great at it. She's great. I feel like that husband, like I'm with you at the press conference. <laughs> and that husband, I'm with now I gotta be with you at the press conference <laughs> while you like tell the world uh about your transgressions. <laughs> Well, like, I love I love my baby. I'm gonna stand by my baby no matter what. Well, you know, I definitely <laughs> I definitely understand mm -hmm. um, why it would look that way or feel that way. But I actually don't look at it as a transgression at all. Through mm -hmm. that particular journey, I learned so much. Matter of fact, you know, we just for the people who don't know what transgression means, I'm sure you may think you know, but we're gonna find out. Definition of transgression. Transgression means an act that goes against a law, rule, or code of conduct in offense. Mm. An act that goes against a law, a rule, or con or code of conduct, an offense. So um I guess will may seem or maybe just the world, um, when you understand what marriage is and I guess the union you um you know except when you get married um what they do what jada has done it may to some go against a rule of conduct it may be it, it just may be 
It just may be a transgression in some people's eyes, but to her, she doesn't feel that way. She doesn't feel that way. About myself and was able to really confront a lot of emotional immaturity, emotional insecurity, and I was really able to do some really deep healing. Mm You know, and as I came through and started to realize certain things about you and I, he decided to break all communication with me, right. which was totally understandable. Right. Um, now. And I let that be and hadn't talked to him since. No. So it is a little weird that all this stuff is coming out now. Honestly, it's not weird that it's coming out now. August was... August was going through some shit. I know we came in here a couple weeks ago and told y'all everything August has went through. And if you don't know what he's been through, go watch his five-part documentary. Um, He's been through a whole hell of a lot. Like I told you, this man lost his ability to, to see, his ability to walk. And it looks like Jada kinda nursed him back to health. And then soon after he was nursed back to health with that magic fire punani um soon his his brother and his sister died very suddenly and he had to take care of three little girls so rightfully so august kind of like disappeared because he probably got to the point where he was like yo i'm never i can never be in that spot where will is i can never really it can never really be jada in august it can never be August and Jada because, yo, they're obviously tied together for life no matter what. And he probably got fed up and was just like, I can't do this no more. I can't I can't give myself to this situation fully any longer because I, I'm not getting reciprocated. It's it, it will never be what I want it to be. Now, since this was yeah, because for me several... this was years ago, right? You <laughs> and know, of course, and of course it was years ago because he he went through a lot. I imagine he went through a lot at the, at the time. I don't know if he was recording. I don't know if he was putting his emotions on tracks and shit. But you know what I'm saying? It takes it takes an artist, a real artist, which I believe August Alcina is. He had to formulate all his thoughts and opinions and put it to wax, make it sound good, and then to take it to the label to release it. And you know what I'm saying? Put together the documentary. Like, I'm sure it was, it's been like four years since the situation, but it probably took him two years to really process it, a year to record and do all that shit. And now um, a year to put the shit out. And now we finally have it. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's like a whirlwind that's just coming at us. But in all reality, honestly, it's just like, yo, August is a human. He has feelings. He has to get his side out. So I'm sure Kaysen is like, you know, a surprise. I'm pretty sure August said like, yo, I reached out to them and said, yo, this is coming. So it wasn't like a blind side but I'm sure they were just blindsided from the the comments and I guess black Twitter going crazy so you know what I'm saying rightfully so August had August had a right to feel how we felt because you know that shit that shit crushed him you know what I'm saying it crushed him yeah and basically just Jada and Will just kept going on basically you know doing a little spiritual talk and just you know healing and forgiveness and love and then they they then they started to talk about their marriage and then it got a tad 
bit strange for me. A little strange. Grateful for the journey that you and I have had together. Yeah. Because I feel like there are a lot of couples that go through those periods. Yeah. And a lot of couples that have to separate and yeah. think it's over and, yeah. you know, the one thing I'll say about you and I is that there's never been secrets. Right. We came together uh, young and we were both broken in our own ways and to be able to make mistakes without the fear of losing your family is so critical. Yeah. It's the I mm, that says a lot. To me, it says, yo, we've been doing this thing for a minute. We've been doing this, you know, different partnership for a minute. And to have the comfort inside of a marriage and a relationship to know no matter what we're going to be together, no matter how this thing plays out, no matter what happens, it's going to be me and you till we die. And honestly, I figure I feel like August was so like captivated by Jada. He didn't really realize that main central point. It was always the nagging voice in his ear. No matter how much she loves me, no matter how much I love her, no how, no matter how, no matter what, it was always going to be Jada and Will. Always. And it's evident from this. idea of any relationship and trying to get to deeper understanding of love is going to be forged in fire. Yeah. Mm. There's no way around it. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that I'm deeply grateful in this whole process between you and I is that we have really gotten to that new place yes. of unconditional love. Because I wasn't sure I was ever going to speak to you again. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. like the fact that I'm speaking to you again is a, <laughs> is a miracle. Uh Fam, this is so deep. I don't even know if he means this like because of August. I feel like it's something completely different other than August why he's saying, I don't know if I'd ever talk to you again. I don't know what transpired between them where Will felt he would never talk to Jada again. And this is, of course, the mother of his two children. He also has uh, another son from his first marriage. But for him to say, yo, I don't I feel like I was never going to speak to you again. It is. I think it's something completely different than this whole August situation. Um, <laughs> I would agree. I would no, agree. But it ain't for the weak at heart. There's just certain things that you have to go through. And it's like. And I wish, you know, I wish that wasn't the case. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. I wish yeah, that sure. wasn't the hey, case. I sure wish it could be all magic and mirror. Yeah. You got to go through some to get the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm just happy because I definitely believe that you and I, we never, ever, ever thought that we would make yeah, it back. Yeah, there's a real power in the just knowing somebody's riding with you no matter what. Yeah. And you really can't know that. Until you go through, until some, you through some stuff, you know? I don't want to go through this no more. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. either. Yeah. I'm going to get you back first, and then... You're going to get me back. I think you've gotten me back. <laughs> I think you've... <laughs> 
I think we're good on that, okay? <laughs> okay, that might, that's probably true. That's you know, true. but, um, and I don't think it's about getting anybody back. No, for me it is. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Yo. Yo, I feel like the like like at little points in time, little bits of just full blown honesty just burst out of will, and I feel like that was a moment. This nigga said, "Nah, I'm gonna get you back." Still, nah, I feel I still feel like we're not even. Fam, what yo? I, what the fuck did Jada do? Jada, what did you do? Wow. I'm giving you that petty. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but you know, I will definitely say mm-hmm. it's just part of it. Yeah. You know, if you expect to be with somebody for a lifetime. Twenty-five years and counting. Mm. We ride together. We, we die, die together. together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for, for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> fam, 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 fam fam i can't understand i just don't understand i have a thousand yo i have a thousand questions fam they literally just say we live together we die together bad marriage forever fam what the fuck does that mean <laughs> what the- <laughs> what that's terrible it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just part of the journey. I told you the first year we were were married. What'd you tell me? That I can love you through anything. And I didn't believe you. Yeah. If somebody looked through a crystal ball and said this, 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 and this is gonna happen, I'd be like, mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. You thought I was that that I didn't have the girth that it was gonna take to ride with I you didn't, through. Yeah, I didn't know if you would be willing to find the deep capacity to love me. Yeah. How am I doing? You doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome. And fam, that was it. That was the whole fucking thing. I know we just did a whole motherfucking red table breakdown, but I told y'all this a couple weeks ago when she said she was gonna fucking take herself to the table. She took herself to the table in fam I'm leaving the table with one question answered yeah yeah I had a little thing with August but I have a billion more fucking questions fam what the f- I don't know shit now and I guarantee we're not gonna hear a follow up we're not gonna hear nothing else about this like I told you guys the hills have eyes Ain't no more talking. Ain't shit coming out about this. I don't know if... I don't know if... August is gonna come out and say something about... I don't know. Because, like, honestly... If I'm in their position, what else needs to be said? Nothing. Nothing else needs to be said. But fam... I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I don't understand what's happening. But... like, Like I said in the beginning, man... If you can love someone through anything, and if you can't, do never tell someone you can love them through anything if you can't. Will, from what I'm hearing and seeing, he can love Jada through anything. Because he really sat across from her and really spoke to her on a public platform about 
getting intertwined and intertangled and <laughs> fam this is this is the funniest funniest part about this shit fam because Jada said she was in an entanglement and entanglements lead to shit entanglements maybe this is why will was so mad maybe this or maybe maybe this is the reason why will was so mad at her because entanglements can lead to some serious shit i'm just now seeing on twitter they're saying there was a picture of swiss beats and alicia keys and said an entanglement that led to marriage fucking god bro that's funny as fuck but fam that's all i fucking got for this J- for this jada will shit I-, I hope we get some more updates on what the fuck is going on but i honestly doubt it fam in other news man we we, we got a couple topics to get to a couple shit to go on like i told y'all man it's still we are still in covid coronavirus times and now more news is coming out about the fucking coronavirus um, the World Health Organization is in headlines because they say there is emerging evidence after a group of more than 200 scientists published and signed a letter urging the agency to update its guidance on the virus and how the illness passes between people. Basically, now they're confirming that there is any, that there is evidence that coronavirus is being passed airborne. So it's in the air all this shit is happening all this shit is happening so yes we need to wear masks yes we still need to wash our hands but now we just need to probably all stay the fuck inside for those of us who can't stay inside because there are homeless people there are some people who can't really you know what i'm saying they're, they're not blessed enough to have shelter but they basically said we are acknowledging that it, there is an emerging evidence in this field as all other fields regarding the COVID-19 virus and pandemic. And therefore, we believe that we have to be open to this evidence and understanding that its implication regarding the modes of transmission and also regarding the precautions that need to be taken. Um, the possibility of airborne transmission in public settings, especially in very specific conditions, crowded closed poorly ventilated settings um cannot be ruled out however the evidence needs to be gathered to and interpreted and we continue to support this basically saying yo we have strong evidence that this shit is in the air and y'all niggas is making it worse because y'all trying to send everyone back the fuck outside and i agree I've been felt like, yo, if it's going to spread this fast and do all this shit, it definitely has to. It definitely has to be airborne. I, f- I feel like I said this from the very beginning, but in other headlines, one of our greatest scientists, one of our greatest medical scientific minds came through for us on TikTok. Oh, excuse me. I don't even want to say it right. TikTok, 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 TikTok came through. Um, and gave us some real advice, our man Bill Nye. Greetings everyone, Bill Nye here. Why do people in the scientific community want you to wear a face mask when you're out in public? Well, please consider the following. Face masks like this one prevent particles from my respiratory system from getting into the air and then into your respiratory system. Blocking the movement of air is 
An old trick. Here's a scarf. It blocks the movement of air around my throat. Helps keep me warm. This scarf won awards in the Washington State Fair for both design and workmanship. It can block the movement of hair, but only to a certain extent. This is a homemade face mask. It has just two layers of cloth with a pipe cleaner sewn in to help it fit against the bridge of your nose. And it blocks the movement of air very effectively. If you're wearing one of these, you're protecting yourself and those around you. Mm -hmm. Bill speaking fast. Here's an N95. These are made to block particles in the medical environment and when you're out mowing the lawn. This one's not sterilized, but it's pretty effective. <laughs> so the reason we want you to wear a mask is to protect you, sure. But the main reason we want you to wear a mask is to protect me from you and the particles from your respiratory system from getting into my respiratory system. Everybody, this is a matter literally of life and death. And when I use the word literally, I mean literally a matter of life and death. So when you're out in public, please wear a mask. Thank you for joining me on Consider the Following. Yeah, you heard it from the motherfucking man himself, Bill Nye, the motherfucking science guy. He didn't get that title for no goddamn reason. Listen, Bill said, yo, fuck everyone else. Wear your fucking mask to save me. Fuck wrong with you bitch ass niggas. You gonna lose, you gonna, you gonna lose a goat like me? Cause y'all niggas don't wanna wear a mask? Fuck wrong with you pussy ass niggas. Wear your fucking mask wrong with these niggas bill get the strap all right man in other news i know i didn't want to i didn't want to start the podcast with um sad news to to get y'all down i wanted to give y'all a little funny shit the little will and jada shit you know some light-hearted um shit to start the podcast but unfortunately uh, we have good and bad news. Um, last week we came in here and celebrated the posture humorist, hosta humorist, pasta hosta hosta, the after death album of the late great Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, the woo. But um, soon after his posture humorist uh, album, basically. Um, I believe the NYPD, the investigators investigating his death, have basically um, come out and um, said LAPD detectives, excuse me, not NYPD, because he was murdered in LA. LAPD detectives have arrested three adult males and two juvenile males related to the February 19th murder of Bashar Jackson, a New York based rapper known as pop smoke we will provide further details as they become available it's basically saying um the three adult su suspects are listed by name suspect one Corey walker suspect two keandre d rogers and suspect three jaquan murphy wrote lapd um and i guess they're withholding 
the um, two names of the 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 juvenile um, murderers. Fuck them niggas. We still need to know them niggas' name. But um, basically, they're saying suspect one and two, as well as two juvenile sp- suspects were booked for 187 uh, PC murder. And bail was set at $1 million for the two adults. Suspect three was booked for 664-187 PC attempted murder. And bail was also set at a million dollars. And also, um, the two minors booked for murder as well as the two adults. Um, all their bails have been set at $1 million. And basically... Um, to go along with that new breaking news basically um <clears throat> basically they're saying that um these killers did not have any prior connection to pop smoke basically that these murders were basically random it wasn't from prior beef it wasn't from beef back home which a lot of people were speculating with what the streets really told me as well um it was not prior beef it was not over a female nothing like that basically um we came here and told you that he basically posted the address on the social medias of basically i believe gifts were from Saks Fifth avenue that were delivered to the house and basically um, these killers seen the address, pulled up to the house, and basically killed Pop Smoke just, you know, to rob him and just, I guess, just to say, yo, we, we killed Pop Smoke because it seems like, um, just from reading reports and seeing stuff, it basically seems like, yo, they just did it for fucking clout, which is disgusting, abhorred, all that shit, man. It's just disgusting. We, we lost a young legend uh, a game changer, a genre, fucking breaking generation defining artist because these niggas wanted to get clout and rob fucking robs like fam. It's disgusting. Um, I hope all these people are prosecuted and um, tried to the fullest extent of the law because this is disgusting and sick. These dudes deserve to rot in a fucking jail so once again um rest in peace the woo rest in peace bashar rest in peace pop smoke um long live the woo you know what i'm saying like his like his family members and friends have said the smoke will never clear in other news man sad news to come in here and report but we have to report we have to keep reporting till um, these killers are behind jail and they have felt the full brunt and extent of the law. George Floyd is back in headlines or still in headlines, thank God. Um, greatly in cause due to Black Lives Matter still protesting, still shaking up everything. Um, but basically, more information, new details emerge on the fuck nigga Derek Chauvin and the eventual murder of George Floyd. Basically, new information is coming out. Um, the transcripts from the body cam footage that detail George Floyd dying have been released to the public. And even 
from hearing um the just the video you hear his pleas his cries that i can't breathe i can't breathe you're killing me i'm gonna die and eventually him calling out to his dead mother saying mama mama um just just still to this day even thinking about his situation just gives me chills and it just it 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 literally reignites a fire in my stomach every single time just the thought of what this man had to go through i don't care if you're black white chinese asian indian fucking puerto Rican. i don't give a fuck what ethnicity you are if your mother has gone away and passed away and a man is putting his full body weight on your neck and you're yelling and screaming i cannot breathe for eight minutes and 46 seconds and during that pain you are calling out to your mother in my head what i think was happening is he knew he was going to die he in my head i honestly believe he was literally before our eyes transitioning from this world to the afterlife to heaven and he could literally see his mother's face this is what i believe i believe george floyd could see his mother i believe his mother was at heaven's gate waiting for him and as he laid there dying with the man's full body weight on his neck he saw his mother on the way to heaven he was calling out to her which is the saddest most heartbreaking most enraging thing in this whole excuse me in this whole situation is this man calling for his mother but new transcripts are coming out basically from the body cam basically um while george floyd repeatedly um pleading out to um Derek bitch ass chauvin he continued to plead over 20 times that he could not breathe during the arrest and at one point he yelled you're going to kill me man to which chauvin bitch ass nigga replied then stop talking stop yelling it takes a heck of a lot of oxygen to talk fam disgusting this man purposefully and intentionally murdered a man with his knee on his neck and talked this man through the process of dying you know how sick and disgusting you have to be to keep your full body weight and your knee on a man's neck while he's yelling yo i can't breathe i'm gonna die and you're so evil you're so hateful your heart is so black that you say then shut up stop talking because it takes a whole lot of oxygen to yell and scream for help stop talking basically to tell this man yo i don't yo come to terms that you're about to die right now you know how sick and disgusting that is it's disgusting man it's disgusting rest in peace george floyd rest in peace Brianna Taylor. We're about to get to Brianna Taylor because some new, um, new information is coming out about her death. Basically, similar to the George Floyd story, um, new audio 
from I believe um, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. Um, let me get his name. Kenneth Walker is coming out, and basically it's just him explaining what happened that night. Um, I'm trying to keep it brief. Basically, he's saying, "Yo, um, we kept hearing banging, or he kept hearing banging." He went, I guess, to the living room, and before he could even answer, like, "Yo, who is it? Like, what do you want?" The door flew in. It flew off his hinges, and his reaction to that was start to start shooting because, of course, they're breaking into his home, his residence, and he started shooting his firearm and the ensuing gun battle basically um struck and killed um the queen brianna taylor and it's just sad man um but still to this day her killers are still employed they are still being paid by our tax dollars these murderers and killers need to be fired arrested and prosecuted only one officer so so far has been fired from his position and the other two have been re redirected to another part of the department it's unacceptable it's completely unacceptable anyone in this country if your loved one gets killed in that manner you want you need to demand those people be fired from their position. They should not be able to to dress up in the same uniform, still carry their firearms, still get paid, go on as life is normal when this girl's family has to mourn her, has to see her face on the news everywhere. It's unacceptable, man. Please arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. I cannot stress this enough. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace, all our fallen brothers and sisters, man. I know it's been deep, so I'm going to play this to lighten the mood, man. But I guarantee, don't give up. Don't worry. It's, it's going to happen. We just have to keep at it, man. Black Lives Matter and... and no life matters to black lives matter just as equally as every single life yes all lives do matter but right now and historically black lives have not mattered so we're making it a point right now to let the world know black lives matter just as much as all lives we will prevail we will we will prevail y'all keep y'all heads up rest in peace to our people man Yeah.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm sorry. I know we just had a lot of bad news and I know it gets a lot of people down, um, especially my black brothers and sisters. But of course, we have to just, you know, keep pushing on forward. And, um, you know, what I'm saying it is what it is. We can't avoid it. But in breaking news, news that just came across my timeline, across my radar, I believe yesterday night. Um, Glee star and a lot of people, a lot of people um, know her for being Big Sean's ex, um, his ex girlfriend was um, at Lake Piru with her son, and I'm not sure who else she was there with, but um, basically, yesterday it was reported that Glee actress Naya Rivera had gone missing during a trip to Lake Piru with her four year old son. And basically, as the story goes, Naya Rivera rented a boat and took her son down to the lake. Eventually, she got out to go swimming and never got back on the boat. Eventually, um, the man she rented the boat from went looking for her and found her son sleeping on the boat. The boy told authorities that um, Rivera said she would be right back, but never came back. And um, since that time, authorities have gone looking for her, although it appears as though um, that search effort has is, is it's really not turning up any any leads. And basically, um, as it stands now, um, the search has turned into a recovery mission. Um, basically, they're saying Naya Rivera is presumed dead and they are looking for her body so they can give her family some peace um they were saying the goal is to bring miss rivera home to her family so they can have some closure um man bro and um it's it's now um it's now being revealed and it's now coming out um the 911 call is now being released. Miss Rivera rented the boat sometime on or before 1 p.m. It was a three-hour rental. She was supposed to bring the boat back at 4 p.m. At around 4.30, when she didn't return the boat, the concession workers that are responsible for renting the boats went out looking for her, and that's when they found the boat and placed it called the 911. So what are the complicating factors on, on a search like this? What's involved in this? Well, in a lake, the visibility is not very good. Um, so if you've ever watched underwater video and you've seen divers in the ocean, typically the, the visibility in the ocean water is much better. So in the lake, the visibility is terrible. In this particular lake, in that area, there's a lot of trees and um, uh, plants and such that are under the water that can uh, cause entanglements. It makes it unsafe for the divers and it makes it more complicated search. Super, super disheartening. My heart, my soul goes out to her four-year-old son. I can't even imagine what what this kid possibly seen, saw, heard. Um, I'm not sure if they're questioning him. I'm sure. I mean, fam, it's breaking my heart to just think that your mother being a four-year-old kid loving your mother you're in love with your mother when you're a child and you're four years old just to imagine this this kid just waiting and waiting waiting so long he fell asleep 
waiting for his mother to return and his mother did not return fam my heart aches it hurts it just it bleeds out it makes me want to cling on to any possibility there is for her safe return um this is the 911 call um of Naya Rivera. Uh, Lake Piru, um emergency is within the Lake Piru to that whole thing because fam my heart just even talking about this i didn't even want to look at the report when it first came out as soon as i seen it i just immediately started praying and praying because just from the tiny details that i got from just reading it on social media i was just like yo this doesn't sound good this doesn't fam no mother would just leave their child in the middle of the ocean on a boat and it just it just sounded so terrible and it hurts it hurts my heart man my once again man my prayers go out to her whole family um my prayer goes out to just just her whole family man y'all um please 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 keep the Rivera family in your prayers um because this right here is super sad man i gotta i gotta play this again man Right, man, in better news and better news, good news we need in the world right about now. Rilo fam Goon is in headlines, of course. Um, if you don't know Rilo, he is an Atlanta rapper, um, formerly um an Atlanta trapper, allegedly, because we don't know, I don't think he I don't think he did any of that stuff that they alleged him to do, but apparently um Rallo is being granted a 250k bond in his federal drug case um and if you didn't know Rallo Rallo has been behind bars for nearly 2 years at this point after he was arrested on federal drug drug charges the rapper was hit with four counts of conspiracy to possess with intent and to distribute as well as possession with intent to distribute over 100 kilograms of cannabis after his private jet was raided he's maintained his innocent with promises that he'd beat the case though he's been locked 
up this whole time. Um, I believe, I'm not sure when this post was, but he made a post. I believe this is when he got... Um, I mean, I think he just posted this, but he said, my hood need me. The streets need me. I'm sorry I'm not able to lead my people to the straight path because of my situation. I promise I'm better. I promise I'm bigger. I promise I'm wiser. The moment they release me, I will change the world. Once again, man, ox shit, pop shit, 12 can't stop shit. Free the motherfucking fam goon. Rallo, I'm so happy. This news made me so happy. I immediately had to tell my my brothers. Um, apparently, Rallo, um, you know, received some good news um, that he was going to be granted 250k bond and is set to sign release paperwork this Friday. So hopefully, Rallo is out right now. And if he is, of course. Um, it's a motherfucking celebration. I'm so happy. Of course, gunshots for him. Um, if he is free, hopefully he'll be out really soon. But it's saying um, after he signs his release paperwork, he will be on supervised release and has the load has a load of conditions that come with his bond. Basically, court documents state that he's required to live at a at a designated rental property. And is restricted to 24 hour a day lockdown at a residence except for medical necessities, court appearances or other activities specifically approved by court. Additionally, he's required to submit to location monitoring as directed by pre-trial services and comply with all the program requirements. Um, yeah, man. Um, also, he's limited to contact of other people through any cellular device, telephone number, email account, uh, teleconferencing or video conferencing account or social media platform that has not been disclosed in advance and approved by pre-trial services um it's saying rollo set to appear in court this friday to sign the papers even though um he's going to be under a lot of scrutiny and a lot of um just monitoring i am happy um that rollo is going to be home much deserved um man we need rollo we miss rollo um, like he said, the streets need him. His hood needs him. If you know anything about Rallo, um, me be from Atlanta, I know a lot about Rallo. Um, he bought his whole apartment complex, basically his whole hood. Um, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he's a Muslim. He's a man of faith. He, you know what I'm saying? He, he bought his whole hood and he was paying rent for everyone in his complex. So they did not have to worry about um paying rent which is one of the most dope stand-up things he really to me he reminded me of the atlanta nipsey hustle where he just invested into his community invested in the people in his community the same community he came up in got rich in really stand up honestly um one of the most 
uh, iconic figures in Atlanta rap history. And he also uh, just dropped his free Rollo project a few weeks ago. This is one of the songs off it. Yeah, I need a chance. Yeah. I love this. Oh, yeah. Fam. Oh, I wanna ask the world could somebody give me a chance I know I felt that first but that shit that made me a man I know it's hard to listen when you can't feel what I'm saying I'ma get a plan and I bet I run up them bands Give me a chance and I promise you I won't let you down The day I find out I promise you I'm gon' sell it down Been selling pounds I remember trying to get off the ounce The people I already know what's going on. I ain't got Check shit. Me. And I promise you, I won't let you down. Yeah. Day I meet that girl, and I promise you, I'm gonna down. I just need to yes, sir. Um, just great news coming out of my city. And speaking of my city, um, LA rapper made some really um bold statements this week. Vince Staples, who a lot of people say I look like, shout out Vince Staples. Um, sparking a big debate and it's coming off of T.I. last week saying yo he challenges 50 Cent to a versus battle a lot of people came after T.I. like fam you're not on that level 50 Cent even responded like yo fam are you smoking crack if you think you can battle with me um, Vince Staples basically came out and said um, Atlanta has the best fucking rappers and he said Atlanta got the best rappers um ever and it's not even close um he also said y'all just be talking to fit in T.I. got a plethora of bangers big facts he also said it's 10 billion rappers from Atlanta and they all got a classic song and unique outfits they probably got more outfits than they got songs also facts he also even shouted out Saw Baby, Atlanta rapper, um, who also dropped his, uh, I believe, Squid Task, not even Squid Task, Barnacles album last week, Wednesday, or this week, Wednesday, last week, Wednesday. Um, he also said that Saw Baby just dropped Go Educate Yourself on Atlanta. Martin Luther King is from Atlanta. The flow was crazy. Stop talking to me. And um, I'm, I'm just here to co-sign anything and everything Vince Staples says. Everything Vince Staples says to me is a big fact. He does not hold his tongue and he speaks truth. If it's unpopular, if you don't like it, he's going to say what he believes in his heart. And honestly, we have the best rappers and a lot of rappers. I'm just going to name a few. I know I'm not going to get to them all. Cause there's a ton of them. There's Ti, Gucci Man, Ludacris, Jeezy, Twenty One Savage, Andre Three Thousand, Killer Mike, Big Boy, Jermaine Dupri, Lil Yachty, Childish Gambino, Waka Flocka, Flame, Lil Baby, Soldier Boy, Trinidad James, CeeLo Green, Young Dro, Young Dro, Young Jock, Mike Will made it past the Troy. 
Bankroll Fresh, rest in peace. Um, Big Gip, Gorilla Zoe, shout out Big Zoe, Lil Scrappy, Lil John, Sa Baby, Young Scooter, K Camp, I Love McConan, Six Black, um, Jazzy Faye, Russ, Bone Crusher, Lisa Lopez, Left Eye, rest in peace, baby. Southside, the producer, also a rapper, Zach Fox, funny ass dope rapper, Cash Out, YFN Lucci, Shawty Red, DJ Unk, OG Mako, Pill, Young LA, uh, The Migos, Young Thug, Lil Key, Lil Gotti, Gunna, Future, um, Trouble, Trouble. Man, I'm I know I'm leaving out mad people cuz there's mad fucking people. Um I know man, I know I'm leaving out um mad rappers, who else? Um 2 Chains. Um man, I don't even know who else to say, man. There's so many people. Um I'm not even going to get into all of them, but man, we we got them all, bro. Someone give me a list better. Honestly, someone give me a list better than any Atlanta rapper. I'm going to say right now, yo, New York, you're not holding a candle to nothing we got. Cool, y'all got Biggie. Cool, y'all got Nas. Cool, y'all got Jay-Z. Who else? Who y'all got? Joe Budden? You're not even from New York. You're from Jersey. Um, who, who else y'all got? Y'all got Troy Ave. Um, y'all got Pop Smoke. Y'all got 6ix9ine. Um, who the fuck else? Hmm. Oh, y'all got Papoose. Y'all got Fab, y'all got Jada, y'all got some, y'all got, you know what, I, I, I am not even going to do that, I'm not going to disrespect New York, I gotta, I gotta give New York some props, y'all have had a lot of rappers, y'all also have 50 Cent, y'all got Mace, um, y'all got Dougie Fresh, Tony Yayo, Fred the Godson, rest in peace, y'all got, um, Casanova, um, I believe Kid Cuddy's from New York. I don't know who else y'all got. Who else y'all got? Um, um, they saying Tupac from New York. I don't believe it. Is Tupac from New York? I don't know. I don't know. Y'all got Rakim, Prodigy. Um, who else? I did say um, um, Notorious Big. Y'all got Most Deaf. Um, y'all got... Is Wu-Tang Clan considered Jersey? Or Staten Island, that's still New York. Method Man, um, Jizza, Rizza, um, New York got some. But listen, fam, if we gotta go hit, that's crazy. In Atlanta versus New York battle, who would be the DJs? I would probably have to throw Funk Master Flex out there. Um, what's the DJ I could throw from? We got so many DJs, bro. We got so many DJs. Even our radio hosts, I feel, are better than y'all's. Like, Charlemagne, DJ, Charlemagne is not even from New York, so he's in the South with us, so cool it down. Y'all got Charlemagne by fucking proxy. Y'all can have DJ Envy. Um, y'all got Pro Style. Man, get out of here. Atlanta, um, ever since Andre said, yo, the South got something to say, we've been on y'all ass. Um, since I already brought up Charlemagne, um, even better news, Charlemagne is in headlines, um, cause Charlemagne the God is getting a new TV show, um, 
And um, I'm not even sure. It's basically going to be a weekly TV show. I don't know if it's going to be just a segment or a skit. I don't know. But they're saying it's going to be a television show. Um, and basically, um, he announced that he will have his own weekly Comedy Central talk show um, coming to coming to a home near you this late autumn. So, um, yeah, congrats, congratulations to Charlemagne, the motherfucking guy, someone I definitely look up to um, in this whole radio and talking to niggas and talking about shit bag. Um, basically, the details of the arrangement are currently being settled, but from what I am reading here, Charlemagne will have a weekly half hour show focusing on current affairs, cultural issues, all their although there is no official date set yet the show's producers hope to have it running um for the presidential election in november um his new partnership is coming um in relation with chris mccarthy um the president of entertainment and youth group at comedy central's parent company viacom cbs um i believe they work together at mtv2 when um you used to see Charlemagne on Guy Code with a whole bunch of other people, Deza Samero, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, DC Young Fly, a whole bunch of people came out of that whole crew, Andrew Schultz, um, Akash Singh, um, just a lot of people came out of there. Um, I believe Pete Davidson was over there, I believe Tiffany Haddish was over there. Um, what's that white girl with the big nose that I fuck with? Carly Aquilino or something was over there. Um, I'm, I'm sure Chrissy, Chrissy, who was on, um, what was it? Charlemagne's old show, Uncommon Sense, was over there. A whole bunch of people was over there. Hopefully, we'll see them. Um, we'll see them on Comedy Central, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just astonished. I can't wait till the day I get to interview Charlemagne. Just be like, yo, fam, when. When you was sitting on your dirt road in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, leaning out the window, smoking a blunt or in the trap, smoking a blunt, um, did you ever think and just imagine you was going to be at this point where you have shows and you have you're an executive producer and you you've been inducted into the um, into the, I believe the radio hall of fame let me go check that quote because i believe they were nominated for um the radio hall of fame most recently it says the breakfast club nominated for national radio hall of fame induction and charlamagne the god went to his instagram and made a statement it says some might say it's too early for us to be inducted into the national radio hall of fame i would tell those i've been doing radio for 20 two motherfucking years and if god says it's our time it will be our time we will know if we got inducted by august 17th and i personally expect to see a lot of black and brown inductees this year he also you know took this time while he's getting honored to shout out some of his ins inspirees donnie simpson angie martinez and sway just to name a few in the meantime i'm gonna just say thank you for the nomination super dope super humble 
Um, I'm proud of the Breakfast Club. I am proud of Charlemagne and everything they have accomplished. Um, it doesn't look like the Breakfast Club is going anywhere soon. It looks like Charlemagne, um, who's been in integrating political, more political stuff, and um, the Breakfast Club is now taking a little bit of that political stuff to his own show. But um, just salute all of them, salute Charlemagne, because this is a big, big move. It's a big move for the black culture. In other news, man, more news coming out. Um, it's being, it's being, it's being called the Karen Act. C A R E N Act is now being proposed in San Francisco to outlaw racially motivated 911 calls. Basically, the Karen Act or the Caution Against Racially Expl- um, Expletive Non Emergencies Act would change San Francisco police code to make it unlawful for anyone to fabricate or false racially biased emergency reports according to news release from Walton. I believe that's, I don't know what that is. I guess it's in San Francisco. But basically, um, the city um, noted local examples why announcing the law referencing the video that went viral of a white couple who called police on a Filipino man stenciling Black Lives Matter in front of his San Francisco homes. Basically, they were quoted saying, racist 911 calls are unacceptable. That's why I'm introducing the Karen Act at today's San Francisco board, a supervisor's meeting. Um, This is Shaman Walton. I believe he is, who is he? I believe he's a lawmaker. Um, okay, cool. Lawmaker. Basically, um, yeah, just said, yo, we need this. And honestly, I need this enacted in every city because it's getting out of hand. All you Karens thinking you can call the police as licensed lawful mercenaries on people of color to be racist. Your time's up. It's over with. Cut that shit the fuck out. And in other news, shit you probably won't give a fuck about. Um, what did what this nigga? This nigga from Texas, my man Sauce Motherfucking Walker. I love Sauce Walker. He is one of my favorite Texas rappers of all motherfucking times. I put him up there with Bun with with Bun B, um, Slim Thug, and the rest of them. He is honestly one of my favorite. Texas artist, but basically he's in headlines and getting backlash because Sauce Walker announced he only dates white women's white women's call and and he called it basically a business decision. Basically, he explained why he decided not to date black women and basically chooses to be white with white women, which is cool because it's your preference. I don't give a fuck who you put your dick in. Um. Basically, um, it only took 50, I'm not going to read this, but basically, um, Sauce Walker had an interview, um, with Dallas Global, um, reputable news source in Dallas, um, and basically it was shared to social media and the video has gone viral, um, because he says he prefers white women over black women because white women seem to cater to his needs 
And um, when he was asked whether or not he would ever be romantic relationship with black woman, he said, no, my baby mama was black. She mixed, she black and white, but no, the rapper said, to a certain extent, I love black women. I'll fuck a black bitch, fuck with a black bitch, be cool with them all day long. Once again, you talking about business. You talking about business and personal. I don't have any relationships for fun. I've never done that in my life. Black women, just like black men, experienced and went through a thing called broken parenting, broken homes. Sauce Walker added, he went on to explain black people have been poisoned into believing that they need to accomplish things alone and women operate being too independent when in reality it takes a team to make real success. The rapper stated that he wasn't interested in involving himself with women that come from that background. So as a business decision, he only aligns himself with white women. Um, yeah, that's, hmm, hmm, um, that's a little weird. I don't know why he would say that shit. Um, I gotta see this video. Type of shit I'm talking, I don't care about. I don't live in a fake world. Fuck the, the fourth wall and the internet, man. Fuck all y'all. Fuck, I'm rich for real. I really got white bitches that motherfucking wash my dishes and clean my clothes and won't let me dry my body off. When you get out to tie your baby mama, your cub, your, your baby mama, and your kids and your girlfriend, then you, hey, bitch ass nigga, don't get the flow with it. Cut that up. Turn that motherfucking water off, nigga. Goddamn, you can't clean up the. So you just gonna leave the toilet seat up? <laughs> nigga, I got bitches that motherfucking come to my motherfucking shower when I'm when I when I'm finna take a shower and say, Daddy, here's the soap. Here's your here's your towel with the soap on it for you, Daddy. There you go. I'm gonna have a blunt rolled up for you with your towel right here when you get out. And then my other bitch is saying, Yeah, Daddy. And I just made sure that the car was clean on the inside for you before you leave out today. A motherfucker like you can never tell a god and the king of my standards about some fucking food on my face. Shut the fuck up and talk to your goddamn baby mama and pay your child support. So now, so I, I seen you on Instagram, bro, and people was like, why you get into white women? And you said, you you know what I'm saying, you like, you don't like the headache. Like, okay, you don't, you don't, you don't, you wouldn't date a black woman at all. My baby mama was black. She mixed, she black and white, but no. I'm not serious now. To a certain extent, I love black women. I fuck a bad bitch, fuck with a bad bitch, be cool with them all day long, but what's again? You talking about business. You talking about business and personal. I don't I don't have relationships for for fun. So I've never done that in my life as a child. When I was in the elementary school, I, I ain't had nothing. I ain't have a mama, so I've been asking the bitch for shit since I was a kid, the right way. So, but you know, black women, just like black men, experienced and went through a thing called broken parenting, broken homes. Weakened business savvy, False moral code and moral belief systems that cause deformation of character 
and issues of the mentality to produce and perform under strenuous situations of success and being on time, being accurate, being prominent, being dominant, and understanding that it takes a team to succeed in the dream. Black people have been fucking poisoned and confused and told that fuck everybody, you don't need everybody in you. You're a real motherfucker do it by themselves. A real man and a real woman is independent. Motherfucker, your car that you drive ain't independent. Give me some water. Hey, Mexico, cartel Mexico, you say come in through this real quick. Alright. Hey man, check this. Basically, um, he continues. And just like, you know, the internet does, the Twitter people do, they went on, they went, they went in, they went in and killed him. They basically said, yo, men like 50 Cent, Sauce Walker, and all the mother motherfuckers don't phase me. They don't phase me, boo boo. They can't fuck all the white and exotic women because women they want why because it's one less black woman that goes through emotional trauma only value them niggas hold is a money and i can make that myself oh that was dion denise i don't know who the fuck that is but she's just saying and someone else said sister saying too she said sorry my white sisters you don't deserve it either we gonna go ahead and let you have that again sorry rapper sauce walker i only date white girls this is a bit, what what is this bitch saying oh she's saying she said some other niggas said yo i need a white girl like sauce walker let's get this money and build baby um someone else also said apollo please said sauce walker be pimping these white women anyways allegedly so maybe him not doing it to a black woman is a moral high ground i guess yo you <laughs> third eye open apollo <laughs> anyway i'm not saying yo just pimp white women because you know um white people used to own slaves and this is um universal karma i am not saying that i am saying that um i understand what sauce walk he's saying he's saying yo i don't want like what i spoke on at the beginning of this episode he does not want or he doesn't feel the need to fix a bitch he doesn't feel the need to grow and have to teach someone how to love teach someone how to be a wife teach someone how to do this he wants yo just like i buy my car with all the pieces already there everything's working everything's good all i have to do is maintain it and take care of it and it should run how it's made to run that's how he sees his relationship and you know what i'm saying his girl he doesn't want to have to put a girl on she he wants a girl who can make her own money do her own thing knows how to be a wife he doesn't want to teach a girl how to be a wife how to teach a girl how to be a good wife or mother or whatever he wants what money can get you pre-made shit 
that is high class. If I want a girl who knows everything, how to do everything, how to treat me, I want that because I'm a rich nigga and I got it like that. I can get it like that. So I, I definitely understand what he's saying, but to equate it to white and black is a little silly to me because it's like, yo, there are some girls who do not have um, trauma growing up uh trauma as in being a wife and taking care of a man and not complaining having her own and getting her own bag there are a lot of black women we don't have to build that they come you know what i'm saying fired they come bossed up so to just equate it to being white and not having parental fucking uh trauma that's i don't i don't that's i don't think that's a fact i don't think that's facts um, but I understand what he's saying. I don't know why they're killing him. Um, if he likes white girls, shit, that's his preference. He used to just said that. Y'all like white bitches because they listen and I don't have to tell them how to fucking listen and how to fucking be a wife and to be a girl and appreciate her king. Like, I don't have to do that shit. I don't have to teach this bitch. She bitch knows. You know what I'm saying? And like he treats his cars, you know what I'm saying? I bought a car. You know what I'm saying? I maintain it good. I wash it. I get it into checkups. I get the car, whatever it needs, whatever it wants. Same way he treats his girl. Yo, my girl treats me right and is reliable and will ride for me. And you know what I'm saying? It's bad when I pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw the bag at her. I'm going to make sure she got everything she need and want. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Saucing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This real P shit. You know what I'm saying? This coming from Uncle Don P. <laughs> Splashing on these niggas sauce. You dead. And other news, since we already on white and black shit. Gilly the Kid hosts a million dollars worth of game. I can't even do it. How we do doing that? Million dollars worth of game. Um, basically, he came out this week. People is killing him because he had um, this. So I keep getting the same question, Gilly. You always giving up game. Why you don't get no game on Black Lives Matter? Cause I don't get to that shit, nigga. All lives matter, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you white, black, blue, purple, brown, tangerine, nigga. All lives matter. Y'all want a nigga to go out there head first, tell these motherfucking white people Black Lives Matter. But my motherfucking black life didn't matter to the nigga that tried to execute me. To the nigga that shot me in my motherfucking wrist, stomach, and my foot. The nigga that tried to have my mama singing it so hard to say goodbye. My black life didn't matter to that nigga. All the niggas I knew been shot by niggas. And what about my motherfucking, my nieces and nephews who half black and half white? Only 50% of their lives matter, nigga. And I understand the whole Black Lives Movement. We've been oppressed. We've been done wrong. Nigga, we do wrong to each other, nigga. We do more fucked up shit to each other than anybody. Now, <laughs> I don't agree with that. Just to say that right now. But I do understand where he's coming from. Gilly being one of my favorite people who just talk and who give out game. I love this shit. I love the shit he say 95% of the time. I'm with him all the way. But here, um, honestly, I feel like he's just trolling. It's so easy to troll nowadays. Sometimes you just got to see through the troll. Gilly is smart enough to know that the historic, the historic amount, like he know, like he's, he's trolling. I know he's trolling because there's no way 
unless you're like fucking Terry Crews who just loves cooning and sticking up for white people I don't know maybe that's Gilly but I don't think he is just from his character just cause nigga he's a real Philly nigga and real Philly niggas know he's like Meek Mill nigga like come on Gilly you know you've been in the hood you know cops will be harassing you nigga I listen to your podcast you say it sometimes too you say yo yes when we was in the hood it was normal to us for you be walking down the street and cops jam you up and rough you up and all that you you know that's why niggas are saying black lives matter because in the hood when you in philly and the cops you just walk into the motherfucking corner store to get you a motherfucking black and a sandwich nigga the cops rough you up you're gonna be like yo fuck 12 fuck the cops that's why black lives matter because Timothy and Jennifer, when they go to the corner when Dixie, Kroger, Publix, a fucking Wawa gas station, they ain't got to worry about the police yanking them out the car or roughing them up. They ain't got to worry about that. That's why at this point, Black Lives Matter. I can't believe I have to keep saying this shit. I can't believe I have to say this to a real Philly nigga. Come on, son. Stop trolling. Stop. Y'all got to stop paying attention to shit like this. Come on. It was an obvious troll. They got a podcast. Come on, son. I see you, Gilly. Cut it out, though. Um, in other news, what else we got? I'm trying to get out of here. Um, we came in here and talked about academics last week. Um, basically, um, Lil Uzi got on Instagram um, and basically said this. I've never added a rat in my life and won't start today. No, can't add no rat. Ain't giving no rat no goddamn shine. <laughs> basically he posted that and said snitches with the eyebrow raised emoji and um I'm not even sure what this um was you know who he was talking to I don't know if he was talking to 6ix9ine I doubt it but um, he basically saying like, yo, I'm, I'm never going to say a snitch's name. I'm never going to acknowledge him because why? I'm not going to use my platform because nigga, I'm Lil Uzi. I'm that nigga. And then Academic said, yo, it, it looks like baby Pluto is speaking about 6 9 And then basically he said again, another post, uh, Lil Uzi speaks. FYI, he confirmed he's not talking about 6 9 And then. Uzi decides to respond because he's like, yo, academics, why do you got to post everything? You post everything. Shit, that's not necessary. Shit, that's like the the lower tier blog niggas have to post about because they want traffic. They want hits. They want likes. Nigga, you're academics. Nigga, everyone knows you. Everyone's eventually going to have to go to your page for some scoop, some story. So Uzi was like, yo, academics, why the fuck you got to post everything? Like you made it, bruh. With the little eye roll emoji. He said, FYI, I don't talk about other rappers, especially if I don't know them. I have a life outside of this shit. Which is super true. Mad niggas just be online talking about real shit that go on in their life. It ain't got shit to do with none of this social media shit. Uzi be in Philly all the fucking time with all his whips and with all his chains on. He probably talking about a rap nigga in Philly. Fam... If y'all niggas don't know nothing about nothing, go listen to the motherfucking OG Peanut Live 215 and you know what the fuck go on in Philly. It be mad snitches in Philly. He probably talking about a rat 
that he came across in Philly. And he was he, he, ratting be going on all over the place. So it's like, yo, academics, I ain't talking about that nigga. He in a different city. I don't give a fuck about that nigga. I'm Uzi. I'm rich. The fuck? But it's a good point. Yo, act Livingston, stop posting fucking everything, bro. You're act. You don't have to. Nigga, you have money, bro. You're not like act who's doing the war in Chicago when you went have nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you was DJing local part. Like, you don't have to do that shit, act. Like, come on, son. You been to have to do that. You just see 6ix9ine and you just say, oh, since I, you know, posted on him first and kind of made him famous and my um, rise was kind of, you know, synonymous to his rise. We kind of both came up together like... I have to post him. I have to give him a platform. Like, why? You're normalizing this nigga snitching and being out and doing all this crazy shit. Like, why? You're making you're making a mockery of the culture, and the culture is 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 real niggas and realness and authentic shit. Just not even you don't got to be real niggas. It's just the culture is authentic. Don't make it something that we don't. That's not. You know, act. You know what this culture shit is, and yes, you did it in your own way. You didn't follow no rules, rightfully so. You did that shit. You made it. Fuck is you on that shit now for? Switch it up. You're not gonna be a fucking sixteen year old chat nigga forever. Come on, act. You gonna want to do some more serious shit later in life when you may have kids, when you may have family. You're not gonna be one talk about six nine. Fucking all these bitches at Starless. Come on. Do better, Act. Do better, Livingston. In other news, I came in here last week, told y'all about Jetson Maid, um, popular Carolina producer who was basically being accused of leaking Playboy Cardi music um, and trying to get paid for it. Um, basically, um, he responds to the allegations, basically posting screenshots and saying that video um y'all keep posting his cap i was definitely trolling um shut the fuck up jesson you were not trolling nigga you were trying to get a quick bag like just be honest bro apologize that's it the fuck why like and he basically posted a screenshot and said um basically of the 17k in bitcoin he was basically haggling for the um new playboy cardi leaks um the scammer or whoever was gonna pay him said about to sleep you really about to lose out on 15k easy cash and then i guess um jetson basically said i don't give a fuck about that and posted the screenshot and yeah your cap your big cap come on son other news um just go through some topics real quick that i really don't care about just trying to get the fuck out of here um Young boy, NBA young boy is in the headlines because basically, um, he got on Instagram this week and said, "Yo, I said I told my label, yo, they can have the next four albums and all the profits from them shits for free. All I want is my masters." And these niggas told me no, no shit. Um, I didn't know if NBA young boy owned his masters, um, but obviously it's apparent he doesn't. And they are going to try and keep the tightest hold on this nigga because, fam, that nigga's music and his catalog is stupid lucrative. They are making 
hand over fist Buku Bucks off this nigga. Um, this nigga said the next four albums. I don't want nothing. Just give me my master because he knows. Even though he makes a lot of money, a lot of money off his his albums he already released, got mad plaques, got mad platinum and gold um, albums and singles. They said, nope, nope. We know how fire you are. We know your numbers. No, I don't care if you give us the next 10, nigga. Nah, I need those masters. Your masters are probably helping run the fucking company. Nigga, you're crazy. But um, just another lesson for um these young artists to nigga get your masters, bro. Come on, you can't just for the. And I understand where NBA is coming from. Nigga, he's from Baton Rouge. Nigga, he came in the game with multiple charges. Nigga was in jail when I first figured out about him. This nigga was facing mad crazy charges. But um, yeah, of course when that's and that just speaks to the parasitic element of the music game yo they will prey on a hot nigga who is in a terrible situation and get his masters get him to sign some shit for a quick bag to help him get out of trouble and then they'll disappear example a bobby schmurder you know what i'm saying these niggas said yo yeah you got these two hot songs i need them but oh you're going to jail now sorry we're not going to help you, but we'll keep collecting revenue off your money. Like, fuck out of here, labels. Um, What else? What else I need to get to? Kanye West. I know I came in here last week and told y'all um, that he's running for president. Um, Yeah, I came to the conclusion that it's just for promotion. Niggas dropping music. Um, it's just another, you know, bullshit ass the way he's trying to sell his music but basically his family's coming out saying yo we're worried about kanye he's having a a mental break he's he's not taking his bipolar medicine nigga i don't fam stop stop every time you coming out to sell some shit you got a story about this and that nigga nigga pick a fucking route make clothes make music or shut up nigga we're tired kanye we love you and we're giving you chance after chance, but your ass is putting on red hats and doing weird shit. Come on, son. You, you're like, I'm honestly, it's getting to the point where Kanye's, whenever Kanye attached his name to something, the black culture, the hip hop culture would jump to that shit. Like, yeah, no, no, Kanye, this Kanye, that my, one of my friends, Pip, the biggest Kanye fan who will fucking argue me till he's purple, red and blue in the face that nah, Kanye, whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? It's a plan behind it. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand because you know, it's just the easy logic in three years. In three years, you gonna understand. No, in three years, he got the bag. He's moved on to the next thing. He's got your bag. He's just trying to get another one. And I'm not falling for it. Um, bipolar shit is is real. So um, I hope he nigga takes his medicine and gets some help. But nigga, I don't want a bipolar president. No. No, Kanye. No, I don't want that. Um what else what else what else we gotta talk about i don't think we got nothing else to talk about but um we do have motherfucking new music rest in peace to the man the myth 
the legend Juice World. He just dropped his posture hama hama, his posture humorous, pasta humorous, his his late album. Um, I believe it is called Legends Never Die. What do you see in Juice World? When I talk about the talent that you see from him. You just brought him up on stage in front of all these people. I see you said he was like the best freestyler alive. He like. Yo, shout to Juice too, man. Like yo, he that kid was so talented, man. He like his his freestyle he did on Westwood where he rapped for an hour. Like what the fuck? And to be so young. He like mastered that so fucking quickly. Yeah. It's really sad, man, that, that like his potential was so off the charts. Period. You know who the best freestyle I've ever seen is? Yeah. Juice World. Juice, yeah. Have you ever seen his freestyles? Yeah. They're they're so they're never ending. Well, you can do it for like an hour. And, and yeah. He makes total sense the entire time and is actually really inc like good, like intricate flow patterns. He, like to me, he was the best freestyle I've ever seen. And, and, he, and he was like the best hit mate. He was like, I really feel like he was the most talented uh, like songwriter in music. I, I can't imagine they're just going in there and like doing one. Juice did that. My friend Benny worked with Juice. Yeah. And I would say he would go in the booth, go three minutes over the beat, and it'd be a hit. And then he'd say, okay, another one. And then he'd go three minutes over the beat and it'd be a different hit. And then he'd be like, just pick whatever version you he want. You tell Benny to cut yeah, it up? Yeah, no, not even cut it up. Just like pick, like, which hit do you want? He freestyled. The whole song is freestyled. Ugh. Hits. Ugh. Like, smash hits. How, how, how? I sit in my room for six months and write a verse. This guy goes in there and it's four minutes and it's a smash. I think, like, what, what Juice was to our generation, bro, and the impact that he had on us is what Biggie did for New York, for real. Like, I really think, um... What he had that like that Biggie Pac effect, you know what I'm saying? In his short time here. Rest in peace. Mellow made it right. I got pain Poster Humans, his lace, his late album, um, Legends Never Die, 21 songs, 55 minutes, um, features from mad, mad people, man. Um, I listened to this album probably um, a little earlier today. It was, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Um, um, who was on here? Trippy Red, Marshmallow, Polo G, The Kid Leroy, Halsey, um, again, Marshmallow, 
Um, man, it's it's so so sad. Um, and just incredible to listen to his music, and especially artists that pass away too soon. It's crazy to hear their music and just hear how introspective they are, and just and especially with Juice World, he was so introspective and honest to the point where it's like he was speaking things into existence. Same way um, I said about XXX Tentacion, rest in peace. Um, it seemed like he speak he, he spoke they spoke their demise into existence um, he even admitted on I forget what track it was but just throughout the album how he had a problem with um, addiction and anxiety just how it would eat at him and how um, he felt it was necessary to continue his career and um, well, I don't even want to say I don't want to speak for the man but it just he he had um, just a struggle with, um, I, I'm guessing prescription pills, lean, and um, it's like he spoke like, yo, like these these drugs are not gonna take me away until I say, um, these drugs are you know pushing me and motivating. Like it was it was a lot it was a lot to unpack, but um, what's undeniable is his talent, his songwriting ability, his introspectiveness if that's a word um you just feel like you you're you're learning more and more and more about him through each song um this album was amazing man and every time i hear album like this that is um that that's just dope like this i get sad because it's like yo we'll never get to see how it fully was we'll never get to see um what it could have been we can't see him perform this music we can't see him um like live this music out man and it's it's really sad and for all the kids who's out here doing drugs think it's cool just popping pills and all that shit because you know what i'm saying that's what's cool to do um there's some people who really who really deal with this type of shit and um juice world was one of them um, I want to say shout out to everyone involved in, um, in this album. Um, I want to say shout out to his girl, Allie. Uh, I want to say shout out to Lil Bibby, Lil Herb. Um, I forget his manager's name. He looks just like Lil Bibby too, but um, yeah, man. Um, rest in peace, Jared. Rest in peace, Juice World. Um, forever miss. You know what I'm saying? Legend, legend, legend. In other news, man, what else dropped this week? Summer Walker dropped her Life on Earth EP. Five songs, 16 minutes. Yo, man, I matter of fact, I'm going to go to the story right now. I meant to come in here a few weeks ago and just report on something that I really didn't get to because I really didn't feel like it was important. But, um... I feel like it's a tad bit important now. London on the track um, is proven to be father of one-year-old child. Apparently, a woman alleged that London on the track fathered her child, and now she's providing DNA tests as results as proof. Um, basically, um, this woman, social media influencer, Diara Jones, better known as Day Bella, better known by her handle... Um, oh yeah, Dave Bella posted some DNA results that prove London is the father of her son. 
Daria has circled London's government name, London Homes. Yo, London's so fire. I fuck with London so much. This nigga's name is London. London Homes, um, which listed as the alleged father probability of paternity to be 99.9%. Um, it was never a doubt. She captioned, um, basically, um, I don't know. She says so sad had to come to this. No court should have to be should have to be involved to make a man step up to be a father. And um, I don't know what else is going on here. It says London has not commented, but fam, when I seen this, I knew this Summer Walker was finna be. Absolutely fireman in London. Being London, you know what I'm saying? Turn it up for us. Congratulations to Summer Walker for another dope project. Five songs, three out of the five. London has something to do with. Listen, fam, London is 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 possibly um, one of the greatest ARs inspirations we have seen in this generation. Um, yeah, congratulations, London. Congratulations, Summer. But this shit right here is fucking. Fire. Don't let me call your phone, get on my way. Oh, yeah. Doing the things that I never would know. Middle of summer, my niggas is cold. We don't, we don't break the call. We, we just make the call. God damn, man, yo, they murk this shit. Um, please go check it out. Goddamn, sixteen minutes, five songs, features from Party Next Door and No One Noah. 
Um, I don't know who he is. This is my first time um, hearing his name and um, hearing his music. But um, I am thoroughly impressed. He's on two songs. Both those songs are fire. Um, who else the fuck dropped today? Um, like I told you earlier today or early in the week, Saw Baby dropped his Barnacles tape super dope go check that out um some other people who dropped some shit um kid cuddy and eminem dropped adventures of the moon man and slim shady um me just being me um i've always loved kid cuddy i kind of thought eminem was a little corny but um i do love eminem i love his older music but um i expected this song to be complete trash I don't know why, but um, it's it's the opposite. It's fire. Um, made in Tokyo dropped something with ASAP Ferg, designer. I don't know if he dropped a song or a project, but it's called Hate Me Now. Um, Wiz Khalifa dropped something called Slim Peter. Um, YG also dropped a dope video and song called Swag. Um, he's dressed up as Colin Kaepernick. Um, go check that out. I still got to. I just seen the clips. Um, who else dropped? Oh, Russ dropped the song that I played. The second song I played for the intro, Give Up. Um, Russ is on a roll right now. He's. I think he's doing like the thing he did when he first blew up. Dropped like a new song every Friday. And the last two songs he dropped has been fire. So go check that out. Shout out Russ. Um, yeah, man, I really ain't got nothing else. Um, do I want to check on the timeline for more shit? Because I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Um, let me see. Offset Cardi B. Celebrate Culture's second birthday. Um, August Alcina beefing with Kiki Palmer now. Um, Will Smith blocked Michael Blackston for being flagrant. Um, what else is going on? I don't know, man. Um, 50 Cent throwing chairs at people, allegedly. Um, 6ix9ine trying to come at Gucci. Weird. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man, y'all just got entangled in fucking Uncle Sean Don P's world. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, listening, joining, follow, like, share with somebody. Go back and listen to an old episode. Once again, man, this is family time. Um, and when it's family time, we're going to kick it. We're going to tell the truth. Your uncle ain't never going to cap to you, man. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'll see y'all next week, man. Remember, brush your motherfucking teeth, wash your hands, stay safe, and always stay dangerous, man. I'll talk to y'all later. Level this shit hard. Oh no
got a lot of money, but I get lonely. I get lonely. Everybody in the city, I live in this phony. The only girl that I ever wanna try to hold me. And if she want another nigga, then she gotta clone me. She gotta find a nigga like me. She gotta find a nigga with his own. Ain't no young niggas like me. Only niggas doing this shit is old. I made a couple million on my phone. I've been really working, I'm in the zone. Niggas talking to me, watching they tone. Just in case they need to call for a loan. Ring, ring, ring. What do you need? They calling me cause it's guaranteed. I can't say no, that's not fair to me. If I go broke, who gon' carry me? Gonna take care of me. Who finna marry me? I think I'm gonna be alone till they bury me. Really, what you talking about? Really, what you talking about? I'm on that gas now. Walking around with cotton mouth. I want the smoke. Oh, oh. I don't wanna talk it out. Don't see your song. No, no, no. I won't shout it out. No more free club. You don't know me. I got a lot of money, but I get lonely. Everybody in the city, I live in this phony. The only girl that I ever wanna try to hold me And if she want another nigga, then she gotta clone me Yes, sir, yes, sir Once again, man This has been Family Time with Uncle Sean Dawn P.I.M. Your highly favorite, your blessed host Thank you for joining, thank you for listening Once again, wash your hands Wear your mask, stay safe, and most importantly, stay dangerous, y'all.